It goes without saying that love is one of the most powerful emotions. Having someone who cares for you, appreciates you and accepts you for who you are can be one of the most exhilarating feelings in the world. Being in a relationship can be overwhelming when you are with the right person. Simultaneously, it can also be the part where things start going downhill. Between all this thrill and delirium, it can be easy to ignore your partner's negative behavior towards you. Not recognizing them at the onset can give way to a toxic relationship. It is not unusual to run into bumps in a road of a successful relationship. Some problems could be tackled as a couple. Others become too complex to solve alone. After all, relationships are built over time. It requires effort, hard work and commitment from both sides to work. Everyone deserves a happy relationship. The good news is that even the tiniest steps towards empowerment can have a huge impact on creating a healthy dynamic in a relationship. A relationship based on truth and understanding is what we all need. These behaviors can be instilled and practiced at any age and at any time. They do not require massive efforts, but the simplest changes which can completely overturn your life. In this episode, we will throw light on these important aspects of a relationship. Myths and facts, do's and don'ts, relationship tips, couple therapy and much more. Hello everyone, you're listening to the Socially Desi show, the podcast that motivates you to live, create and inspire. If this is your first time here, welcome. On our show, we discuss tips and strategies with our guest speakers on how to tackle problems related to personal growth, mental health, relationships, entrepreneurship and health and fitness. So hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com for more of such content. Today I am joined again by Devyani Jain. Uh, welcome Devyani, welcome back to the show. Hello Anurag, thank you so much. I am happy to be back on the show. And thank you everyone for sharing your love and support. It's a great pleasure to be having you back on the show Devyani. And uh, you know it was amazing. The last episode got so much love from all our viewers. And uh, you know it was one of the uh, fastest growing episode on our podcast actually. So, you know, it was great listening to you. I, I believe we got really good reviews about, uh, you know, the way you spoke uh, about mental health, the way you uh, spoke about the family dynamics in our last episode. So, guys, uh, who haven't heard uh, Devyani's last episode, I would highly recommend go check it out. And, uh, you know, you'll, you'll gain a whole lot of uh, different perspective about how family dynamics work especially in the uh, you know lockdown situation and how you can actually deal with all these problems within your family and make sure that uh, if you are you know having some sort of a men- mental health issue going on in your family or you know uh, in yourself you can actually reach out and uh, do something about it and uh, on today's episode uh, we are focusing on relationships because uh, during these times i believe you know a lot of us are uh, having these kind of troubles where we are not able to understand what exactly is going on with our partners and which uh, creates a lot of tension a lot of frustration in us uh, so uh, you know this episode would definitely be uh, beneficial for everyone out there you know who are in a relationship who are married you know who are about to get married so everything uh, i believe you know uh, can uh, bring some clarity in your life and to everyone uh, who uh, you know are not aware about devyani let me give you a small introduction about her so she is a counseling psychologist from jaipur uh, she has done her masters in counseling psychology from martin luther christian university shillong 
and for the past 6 years she has been counseling young adults middle aged and couples so she expertizes in uh, so, uh, relationship issues and substance abuse family issues and disorders like depression anxiety ptsd and bipolar so um, divyani what was your take on the last episode that we did uh, the thing is uh, the last episode which I, which i did with you it had uh, a positive effect on everyone i got positive reviews and uh, we talked about mental health which was uh, important during the time of uh, covid and it was basically on why is mental health important and how is how it has impacted children adults and old age people like everyone has been uh, in their home for the past 3 4 months so what are the problems they are facing how are they enjoying and we talked about the misconceptions regarding mental health which is uh, which is like a taboo in india so yeah the previous episode was basically about uh, how to maintain mental health within the family during covid period yeah especially the misconceptions were a big hit you know among our users a lot of us uh, gave us positive reviews about you know the way you tackled those misconceptions mm-hmm. uh, so you know why don't you tell us uh, what you have been doing in the last 3 4 months with respect to uh, relationship uh, counseling Uh, with uh, regarding the relationship counseling uh, i basically do couples therapy so mm-hmm. it uh, it's a family therapy as well as a premarital counseling and different types of relationship issues where the, like the boyfriend girlfriends are concerned uh, newly married are concerned or were about to get married so basically they come and they get this premarital counseling done so that they can know much better uh, in a better way about themselves and they get to know what their family thinks of them and how are they going to proceed in the future what are their differences which they have to work on together and uh, things like that like they are basically uh, this is basically to uh, evolve them as a couple so this premarital counseling is it more uh, you know uh, frequent amongst uh, you know i would say um, you know from a arranged uh, you know marriage situation or is it uh, more on the side of people who have been in a relationship earlier see uh, if we are going for arranged marriage this premarital counseling has been uh, widespread like the arranged in the arranged marriage setup love marriage is uh, like they come for couple counseling because they are having issues and when they want to get married Uh, that's when they come in but the, um, while the arranged marriage period we are talking about it usually happens that they come after they get en- engaged and everything if they are having any issues so they come and take a session which goes for about three sessions at least so they know uh, completely what they expecting in this relationship all right all right so what does a healthy relationship look like to you a healthy relationship uh, it's where when both partners they are like they feel supported and connected but in a way they are still independent like they are not uh, dependent on each other but they are supported and connected uh, well and uh, i would like i would also like to mention that the two major components of a healthy relationship 
would be communication and uh, boundaries like we mm-hmm. know how to communicate when to communicate what to say and and we should know our boundaries as well like our limitations and everything we should keep this in mind when we are uh, going to take the next step or when we are in a relationship it's very important that we know these two true true but you know there are a lot of myths which are going around uh, when it comes to a relationship uh, yes. so you know why don't you uh, tell our audience about these few myths that you have heard uh, in the recent past you know past and uh, try to you know burst them for us okay uh, like the most frequent or the most uh, common one i would say which i have heard from my clients as well is uh, the first is that relationship should be like a fairy tale which i would say it's not important like mm. uh, everyone has their ups and downs and it can't be always like a fairy tale for everyone so ups and downs are very important so uh, and uh, that sharing everything on social media is important like what happens in our personal life can stay, stay in our personal life as well it's not important that the world should know your friends should know that okay you are doing this and you are going there and all these things which comes up eventually like when we compare ourselves with other couples we feel that oh my god they are having so much fun okay let me upload some pictures i want to show everyone that i have been having fun and everything so these are some myths like uh, usually it happens in a tender age when they are just like uh, in the beginning of a relationship when they want to show off and everything so and uh, some other would be like that uh, both both the sides should have same common interest so that is not important suppose if uh, my husband has uh, other interests and i have other interests it's it's better if we just combine and come to a point where, ra- rather than fighting that why don't you like this and i love doing this why can't you uh, adjust with me and this are all like it leads to conflicts true true yeah and uh, another myth i would say that possessiveness and je- jealousy are normal like when friends say oh your boyfriend doesn't get je- jealous of you talking to this friend or that friend that is really wrong like everyone in a relationship can talk to anyone else True. and this shouldn't be there that you shouldn't be close to anyone else or uh, oh my god maybe he doesn't love you he's not that possessive about you so all this are myths which like uh, this this looks uh, great at first when you are beginning the relationship but gradually it starts irritating the other person so we should maintain it in the start of the relationship yeah i mean that is that is completely correct you know because uh, especially when you talk about being possessive or jealous i mean there mm. are a few people who are over possessive and there are a few people you know who are not at all possessive but that does exactly. not mean that they don't care about you so it's it's basically more to do with their personality traits uh, rather than you know uh, their relationship problems so yeah i mean that's a big myth yeah yeah when things are in a normal way then it's fine but too much of everything is not good it's like an old saying and i go with it so yeah if there's too much of fighting or too much of possessiveness too much of criticism in a relationship maybe we should take a step and like this myths and all uh, these are all there but uh, there are some facts also mm mm-hmm. mm exactly 
and uh, you know when you talk about uh, uh, you know sharing everything on social media uh, mm-hmm. you know i believe that uh, of course this is a very true fact that uh, a lot of people when they get in, get into a relationship and uh, like you said in the tender uh, you know age of that relationship uh yeah. they feel that you know that that fear of missing out you know that fomo syndrome sometimes kicks in yeah. and they feel like they have to share each and everything on social media and mm-hmm. you know uh, show it to the world that you know they're having fun they're you know going out they're traveling so how how can someone tackle this kind of an issue see the thing is maybe your partner won't like it if you uh, just put it up in in on you know on any platform okay so okay. there are different ways a couple work suppose if i am a person who doesn't like all this and if someone else like, like if my husband does it i would get irritated and that would create chaos in my relationship so it's better if we talk about it and uh, the the and see the fear of missing out which you were talk you, you just asked me is if you know that you are satisfied and you are content with your relationship you don't need you don't actually need to show it to the world that's what i feel mhm yeah true true and uh, when it comes to uh, relationships uh, you know like you said you know sometimes when you are fighting and you know you're getting over possessive so sometimes toxicity kicks in yeah. right so what what do you mean by toxicity in a relationship you know to all the people who don't understand the reality of toxicity what exactly is toxicity in a relationship okay now toxicity in a relationship is when the partners they are emotionally and they are physically damaging to each other hmm. like uh, if i say something and that hurts someone and uh, eventually we start responding back okay so it it might hurt someone in an emotional way or in uh, suppose if we are getting into a fight Hmm. so that 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 might lead to physical abuse so it leads to toxicity in a relationship because when things get ugly it gets like everyone gets hurt and both of them suffer like there is no third person who is suffering but both of them they are the ones who are suffering but does a argument also count as toxicity or is it different no see if it's a healthy argument when i'm saying something and the other person is uh, saying something if we are listening and if we are arguing about a particular point if uh, the other person is making sense we would eventually abide by it we would listen and we would point, uh, point out our judgment and then we can discuss further and we can come to an agreement yeah so uh, this was the toxicity we were talking about and i would say that perfect relationship doesn't ex- exist anurag suppose if you uh, you ask you asked me about uh, being in an argument does it lead to toxicity but see if you don't argue you won't come to know about the other person and eventually you'll start cribbing about everything else so it's important to have arguments as well true and true. Uh, uh also uh, uh, regarding this i would uh, like to add the three big relationship don'ts so it basically goes like uh, the first one uh, is criticism the second is defensiveness and the third is stonewalling so i would like to explain a bit more on it like uh, since we were talking about argument and everything i came i just uh, got this so criticism is like uh 
when we are having an argument and i have been constantly nagging my partner that uh, you never think about me your behavior is affecting me you just don't do anything for me mm-hmm. and you never like you never think about me instead of criticizing the other person it can be in a just a softer manner like uh, i was scared that you weren't uh, thinking about me so i just uh, decided to text you make you know how i feel about you or uh, like some few points which eventually in every relationship it builds up mm-hmm. so yeah instead of criticizing that you never do this you never do that we can just go ahead and say that okay i wanted to uh, say that this has been bothering me it's a, it can be in a sort of complaint uh, sort of form so that would sound much better that's what uh this is the first big relationship don't and the second would be defensiveness where we uh, eventually start uh, saying that no uh, i didn't do this i was supposed i know i was supposed to uh, call her up but i forgot i was busy even you know that i am busy and why can't you understand and everything so it can go like uh, hey babe i was really busy and i really forgot can we just call them now and invite them now something like that It's like instead of just uh, blaming the other person and going all defensive on yourself it's better if we just sit down talk and solve it out but what happens when uh, you know the other person is not ready to talk about it let's say uh, so this example that you were giving uh, yeah. let's say you know uh, the couple uh, you were supposed to have a dinner party and uh, you know they forgot to invite a couple of their friends yeah. right and now the lady of the house is mad at the guy yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, you know now the guy is trying to explain now that the guy is not being defensive but he is trying to explain that this happened but the lady is not you know ready to understand so what what happens in that situation what you should do see when the lady is not listening to you it's better like just give her a moment just hear what she has to say and maybe if you want to put up some points that okay uh, we can start by simply saying hey i'm really sorry i forgot but uh, what can we do about it now can we just call them now and i think that this might help because even the person who is standing up opposite to us would know that okay i maybe really didn't mean to but he might have forgotten with all the work and everything so maybe it can come to an agreement i mean that that should go both ways right it, it cannot be yeah. one way one sided conversation exactly true true then the third one was stonewalling so um, stonewalling basically it's when uh, you are talking to your partner and uh, he or she has not been listening at all and just uh, abruptly stands up and just leaves without any saying without any say in the conversation or uh, it just leads to uh negativity in a relationship and it becomes a bad habit like when i am talking to my husband and i have been talking for my, for the past 20 minutes but he is not listening he is just like hmm hmm and he is not replying anything at all like okay yeah we can think about it we can do something about it it's basically creating a wall between the two where the one uh, is speaking is just speaking to a wall instead True. of a person yeah. it hmm. comes like that so yeah i mean this is uh, really uh, you know valid because uh, especially when it comes to criticism 
a lot of us we know we don't we don't want to hear that kind of a constructive criticism and uh, sometimes we just take it as a negative thought uh, that you know the other person is just trying to push us down or you know um looking down on us and uh, when it comes to defensiveness also of course uh, when we try to be over defensive about things then the other person can think that oh you know he might be lying about something or he is trying to hide something so yeah i mean these three uh, big relationship don'ts are i i believe are really valid so everyone listening out there if you uh, you know feel that these kind of issues are happening in your relationship make sure that you try to cut these down and uh, the way devyani uh, spoke about what you can do uh, in terms of eliminating these three relationship don'ts try to use them and apply them in your uh, daily life and see if you can you know uh, feel the difference so now you know coming to a point where uh, we spoke about a healthy relationship we also spoke about uh, what toxicity is and what you should not do in a relationship now you know tell us something that we should do like are there any tips that you would like to share with our uh, you know couple friends out there no uh, yes anurag exactly the, like the tips to do like, uh, you're talking about for a healthy relationship or how to go about in a relationship i mean any any uh, couple or you know someone who is you know getting into a relationship or is already in a relationship you know uh, are there any tips that we can you know share with them that can help them uh, you know uh, to grow in their relationship and have a healthy relationship you know at the end of the day uh, the first and foremost which uh, i believe we sh- we, all, we should stick to is is turning towards each other like instead of uh, like ignoring the other person or something but we should always turn to each other when we have some issues or we are having issues with the partner itself or any any kind of problems which we are facing in our life we can share it with them we should know that they'll be all, always open to listening and they would always be open to suggestions mm-hmm. so instead of moving away from them we should always turn towards each other this is one which we can go by like in at any point of time it can it can never go wrong and um, uh, the other would be never stop exploring about your partner see if you want to be in a healthy relationship you should always uh, come up with uh, new ideas about how to just uh, pamper your partner just small things like uh, small things also can make a person happy okay if you are just asking them a question like uh, hey what who is your best friend or who is your favorite relative or uh, what is your favorite childhood memory like some small questions also can make them happy okay yeah maybe she must have thought something about it she is asking me this questions which she has never asked so uh, yeah, i would say never stop exploring about your partner and uh, uh, when you are making any important life decision so uh, i would say uh, just involve your partner it should never be without your partner discuss with them it's your opinion at the end and i mean it's your decision at the end but uh, just take an opinion from what your partner feels maybe he has some other perspective and he might be able to add in the decision making process so yeah uh, always involve your partner in making important decisions and uh, one of the most important thing is giving each other space what usually happens in a relationship uh, mostly my clients also face this problem they just uh, 
they just are on to each other like they want to know everything even if they are talking to someone they want to know whom they are talking to even if they are doing something they would like to know what they are doing and if they are going to out their offices or something for work and everything they would like to know whether they have eaten or which is a good thing and everything but yeah giving each other this correct amount of space which they require because everyone needs space true true i mean yeah it's really true that uh, you know when it comes to giving space it's always yeah. uh, important to understand you know what your partner is going through maybe you know mm-hmm. uh, they are having a difficult day or they just don't want to uh, you know uh, be with you for that particular moment and especially during this whole lockdown situation now everyone is at home right so you are seeing your partner like 24/7 <laughs> so it's uh, you know sometimes you feel like oh i mean i just don't want to see anyone right now i just want to be in my room alone and you know just think of something or maybe do something that uh, you don't want to get involved with the other person yeah so yeah i mean giving space i believe is really important and also you know the one that you spoke about that you should never stop exploring about your partner i guess this is really important when it comes to uh, you know uh, relationships which have lasted for a few years like when you are in a new relationship like when you are a new couple and you have just gotten into a relationship so you are very enthu about it so you want to know each and everything about your partner but i feel that you know as the years pass by like you know 2 3 years 5 years 7 8 years 10 years maybe uh, after that i believe that you know you stop exploring you feel like i know everything about this person when you just you give up you you're like okay you know i know what she does she what she likes what she wears what she does so you know at the end of the day i don't try to do something new or you know try to surprise her so i believe uh, that uh, exploring or you know trying to do something new for your partner even though you are in a very long term relationship would not actually hurt you know it will actually improve your relationship for a you know longer run yes yes anurag yes so uh, this is there like if we do something or on a regular basis or any other thing it's not always the girl who has to do or it's not always the guy who has to do but it should be both ways like um, usually we say that why don't why doesn't he ask me out and everything but it's not always like the guy has to do it even the girls can do it and uh, also one uh, very important factor which i would like to mention is um the respect and the honor uh, like we should give to our partners in uh, and we should know that when they are saying something we should listen to it we should respect and we should be looking forward uh, instead of just being like ki yaar this is nothing he just keeps on telling me to do to do this to do mm. that but maybe it's for your betterment so you are respecting and honoring each other's opinion is the uh i would say it's it's important yeah that is really true i mean unless and until you respect your partner you know and understand and uh, honor their opinion then at the end of the day like you spoke about decision making yeah. you know whatever decisions you are trying to make or you are trying to change something if you don't uh, really respect the other person's opinion then you know i mean that relationship will really not you know be fruitful yes anurag so you know when it comes to uh, relationships i mean you know i said it in the start of the episode also that 
you know it's not always roses roses you know at the end of the day you uh, end up you know having troubles in your relationship and you have had a great you know uh, experience and expertise in handling these kind of problems so tell me what exactly is couples therapy and uh, when is it really useful okay uh, about couples therapy it, uh, i am not sure whether every one of us over here or who has been listening to this podcast must have come across it but it helps a couple resolve their uh, interpersonal conflicts like um, suppose when a marriage is not working out so they usually come for couples therapy where they sit down in front of a therapist and they talk about their issues like you have mentioned previously who what happens when the other one other person is not ready to listen mm. so this usually happens and then they uh, come together to a decision that yes they should go for a couples therapy for a session let's see what happens where they put out their points uh, they, uh, uh, everyone has been given the chance to speak and they uh, point out their concerns and everything and then it usually helps them in uh, in their in resolving their interpersonal conflicts which uh, the therapist is there and they can say and uh, do whatever they feel like suppose if i am going to a therapist and i am talking about my husband but my husband is not present so what's the point like if uh, if i want him to just listen to me then he should be there so this is the main reason why couples therapy is there so these sessions are always done when both uh, you know partners are present or uh, it can also happen individually it can happen individually but uh, the main purpose is to have both of them together okay okay yes and what sort of issues generally come up during these conversations like when you say uh, interpersonal relationship issues what exactly are can you give some examples so that you know people can understand you know the kind of uh, trouble that people are going through uh like the first and uh, foremost would be stonewalling which i have mentioned previously in the podcast mm, mm. so yeah so stonewalling is a uh, i would say a major major issue because it uh, leads to poor communication between the two so basically there are communication issues and um, they it eventually leads to arguments and the arguments getting uh, start getting heated up and there may be abuse as well so this all leads to issues with both like the both of them and uh, they face challenges like whether to speak up or not or what to do how to go about it because we usually in our society we feel like wh- how whom to share it with like the parents would be troubled and what what can i do so yeah uh, here couple therapy uh, comes in place where it's uh, beneficial when because no one else would know and you both have have to be present in front of a therapist and gradually it all comes down to the therapist being there to listen and let you know okay yeah so this is where you guys are facing trouble so maybe we can work in this way to make you guys uh, in a much better position and generally uh, you know how long does it take because i got a couple of questions the other day yes. uh, from a few friends and our listeners uh, when you know i was talking about that i'm going to do this another episode with you yes. so they had this uh, you know question that how how long does it generally take i mean i understand that you know there's no uh, there's no fixed number of sessions mm-hmm. that you can actually say yes. but in your uh, you know experience uh, 
how long does it take for uh, you know a couple to resolve their issues you know through these kind of uh, therapy sessions okay see uh, if the issues have been if the couple has been uh, married for the past 10 years i would say uh, then the session would be around 6 7 depending on how their understanding works if it's a recent uh, marriage then it might take a shorter period because uh, there would be hardly any issues it's just that they are here to understand themselves better so as i was talking about premarital counseling the sessions are usually for uh, i three sessions maximum uh, they are done with that because eventually they come there to know themselves better and each other better like what suits them and everything and regarding the problems uh, people go up to six sessions uh, yes at, at least up to six sessions is there and uh, it depends on individual to individual like if they come and like talking over there in the uh, session room so it's uh, basically it has an environment and they like the vibe they come and they communicate with their partner and when they feel the need that like okay yeah now things are turning back to normal they eventually stop and how frequent are these uh, sessions frequent uh, the frequency would be uh, once in every week once every week okay okay yeah. and what about the uh, session timing i mean is it like a one hour session two hour session or how is it like yes it is usually for 40 to 50 minutes and okay. uh, yeah it goes up to that long all right all right and you know uh, interesting uh, question came to my mind you know uh, like when it comes to couples especially young couples uh, like you spoke about premarital uh, counseling you know being on a rise yeah. um, what is your take on uh, you know dating apps like how has dating apps actually changed the way we look at relationships dating apps um, see there are few marriages happening because of dating apps mm-hmm. so uh, we we can't say that uh, it has just been relationship like girlfriend boyfriend or something like that because it has t- l- turned into marriages and everything into successful marriages i would say so uh, yeah if it works out for the best like if it is working out for the couples who can't meet who are in a like who are far away so uh, these are basically for them and what about what about uh, you know this time i mean especially with this whole lockdown situation happening yeah. do you feel uh, these dating apps uh, are actually beneficial or they're just uh, you know creating more issues for people uh see if uh, this is a very like um, it depends on person to person like uh, if i am there and i i have a client suppose and she is meeting someone on a dating app and she has been uh, like uh, deciding like what to do how to go about it and she wants to get married to the person mm. so eventually she'll come and she'll ask me to do a session with both of them so okay. where they would both be there and uh, they would just uh, we'll talk about what do you both want in a relationship and everything because it's totally new the person is totally new and the platform is totally new so you don't know what to do whom to trust and uh, how to go about it forward so yeah this usually helps when there's someone a middleman in between and they can help them through through it so you you met your husband through a dating app or you uh, dated him separately No, no, it was an arranged marriage setup. Oh, you, 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 you had an arranged marriage. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Not bad, not bad. So arranged marriages are still on uh, the popular side, huh, in India? Yes, yes, it is. It is. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So, uh, you know, again, uh, when it comes to couples therapy, uh, you know, what sort of changes have you seen uh, in couples, uh, you know, when they go through a couples therapy? Um, okay, the changes uh, majorly is like they come when they are losing that emotional and physical intimacy. So I've seen people recover from that, that like uh, they are emotionally available to each other. which usually stops when uh, you go into a relationship deep enough and mm-hmm. uh, it eventually dies out we say that yeah the frequency is not much and then they stop communicating and everything so it has helped a lot of people in bringing that charm back and uh, usually people come when the trust is broken suppose if they catch their partner cheating so uh, i have seen people who have come and then uh, they have um, like distrust issues like he might do it again or she might do it again so what do we do working on that has been very beneficial and uh, the because of the arguments when they get uh, heated up so yeah it has uh, brought the arguments to a much lesser level like now they live happily and they argue it's not like they don't argue but yeah in a very civilized manner it's not like uh, uh, abuses and everything but yeah in a civilized manner true true and uh, you know when you spoke about trust you remember this uh, thing which happened recently with will smith will smith will smith and uh, you know his wife jara smith uh, they basically okay. uh, i i guess they've broken up now it's been a like long relationship and uh, he recently found out that you know when they were in a relationship a few years back she actually cheated on him okay and she she actually she actually admitted that on a, a tv show i guess on on some on some show uh, i'm i'm forgetting the name of uh, that particular uh, you know uh, show that happened and uh, you know he was he was actually made to sit in front of her and you know she uh, spoke that out i mean she came clean but i mean that guy was broken here yeah. so that is like see another point where the trust is usually gone and then people they face problems like everything comes in and then eventually different different kinds of thoughts starts kicking in and it leads to issues but like something uh, like tell me something when uh, there's a couple and you know they are going through some sort of an issue let's say you know uh, uh, somebody is jealous or maybe they they think that the other person is cheating and uh, the other person mm-hmm. is not really cheating right mm-hmm. so as a as a counselor what sort of uh, you know advice do you generally give to the other person like i mean uh, is it is it easy to fool someone like you as well like for example if i'm uh, let's say the guy and i'm cheating on my girl uh, okay. but you know i but but you know i i uh, make a perception out of it that i am not cheating can i also fool you in that whole process see anyone can be fooled like if i am trusting someone with everything then yeah i can be fooled but uh, it's not like we can just uh, start thinking that maybe is having an affair or mm. maybe there's something which is hiding from him for hiding from me so i would uh, this is one point where uh, honesty and trust is uh, comes in play so if you are trusting your partner with everything you have and still you are not getting that response from them 
so maybe eventually down the line you will come to know but uh, it's not like you can just start blaming that may, uh, hey i know that you are having a relationship or you are cheating with me it's it doesn't go that way because the other person if they are not doing that they would eventually be very irritated with this or nagging and everything yeah i mean that is so true because uh, uh, rightly said you know the kind of problems that you go through or maybe you know you don't have that exact uh, issue happening in a relationship but sometimes you know your mind plays tricks on you and you feel that okay you know maybe the other person uh, is cheating or maybe the other person is doing something wrong so uh, as a, as a counselor how do you tackle that kind of a situation how do you make the other person understand that you know this is just something which is playing in your head and not actually happening yeah see there's uh, there are different different clients some of them they are like uh, they have heard from their friends that uh, his or her boyfriend has been cheating on them and eventually they come to me like what if my uh, boyfriend is also cheating on me or what if my husband is also cheating on me it's not like what if Mm. you can't just imagine all this stuff like it's very uh, it's it's very harmful for the relationship unless you know something for sure and you have some ev- evidence uh, regarding that you can't just come and you you'll be like i feel this way i feel that way because it really hampers your relationship right right that is true yeah so uh, basically i i suggest them like not to uh, say all this in front of their respective uh, loved ones because it might uh, create negativity towards them right instead just go and uh, talk to them hey i feel like why aren't you talking to me these days what have uh, do you, I, have i done something wrong what is it can you please tell me because it's really bothering me it's a it's in a polite polite way we can go and talk to them instead of just like hey i i feel like you are in a relationship and this person has told me that and i have heard this from someone else so it doesn't go that way because the partner loses respect for you as well yeah that is that is so true i mean it's it's really important to you know uh, respect like you said you know we spoke earlier about respect and understanding each other so i guess that is another mm. crucial uh, section of you know where you want to uh, uh, have the kind of uh, you know trust in the other person understand their feelings understand their situation and then take action mm. but i believe you know couples therapy at the end of the day if something is going wrong and uh, you know you feel that uh, it's something which is actually slipping out of your hand i believe at that time couples therapy can actually help a lot of couples to um, you know solve these kind of small issues because these mm. small small issues can actually mm. grow big in the future yeah like when we are keeping it to ourselves and everything it eventually leads to a much bigger problem yeah that's uh, i believe uh, everyone listening out there can uh, you know have some key takeaways from this episode and uh, you guys can definitely go on instagram and check out devyani's uh, handle it's called the positive pattern uh we would definitely link that up in the show notes below and also uh, her profile is up on our website sociallydesi.com uh, definitely check that out and if you have any questions feel free to dm us feel free to uh, dm uh, devyani uh, we would love to help you out and in case you know there are any other questions that you would like to ask us uh, feel free to uh, drop your dms and we will try to uh, do a live session with devyani soon on instagram uh where we'll try to answer each and every uh, question of yours live on the platform so uh, thank you devani thank you again for coming back on the show
Thank you so much, Anurag, and thank you, everyone. So that wraps it up for today, folks. If you like the episode, give it a big thumbs up, share it with your friends, and let's go viral. Remember, our weekly podcast features episodes on personal growth, mental health, relationships, business and entrepreneurship, and health and fitness. We would love to have Devyani again on our show in the future to discuss more on relationships and mental health. So if you haven't yet done so, hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com. And as always, before I sign off, remember, life is black and white and everything in between. <laughs>